0: It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the
1: party, pal. Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke podcast. I'm Drew. We got uh, Mo in studio tonight. Mm-hmm. Yo. Dave the Wagon West.
2: That's me.
1: He's not here, but he's on uh, Skype with us. And tonight we have Andrew from Small Batch Cigars. Hello, guys. <laughs> How's it going, man?
3: outside enjoying a sample cigar for an exclusive that i'm working on and uh just
0: enjoying
3: it uh, well how's
4: it going how was your drive oh it's good man I'm tired I'm hungry but you know what we gotta do the podcast we, we must podcast the <laughs> podcast <laughs> must go on yeah you, you have to even though uh I don't even know. I can't even look straight right now. Oh, do you hear that? There's Dave's train. That's when we have to do the podcast. That's his. Uh, that's his fucking boyfriend mating call. <laughs> yeah. Hey,
2: do y'all mind if I introduce Andrew real quick before the train gets hot and heavy?
4: Didn't didn't I just do that? Did we just do no. that?
2: No. All right. So for everybody that doesn't know, uh, Small Batch was the very first company to give cigar noise our discount, and. Uh, they won the online retailer of the year award
3: last year. I, I have that at our desk in the office. <laughs> Boom. Yeah,
2: uh, he's an awesome dude. I've never received anything faster than <laughs> with Andrew. We can order <laughs> on Saturday
4: I bet you have and get it, it on Monday. <laughs>
2: um, I would say critically acclaimed, but I don't know how that'll hold up to a fact checker. But uh, yeah, just a solid guy and my personal hero. <laughs>
4: Thanks, Dave. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Do, do you feel like you just got to reach around Andrew? My God,
3: yeah. this is this is great. Holy <laughs> fluffer,
4: <laughs>
3: Lieutenant fucking fluffer.
4: How much you pay him yeah. for that?
3: I don't know yet. I, that's a good question. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: Cigar noise discount now twenty five percent.
2: Look for that PayPal invoice later. <laughs>
1: So uh I guess since Dave already did it, we don't even need you to tell you about uh <clears throat> small batch. <laughs> yeah. What's next? Uh, uh okay, seriously, <laughs> tell us a little bit about small batch, man.
3: Uh yeah, sure. Um so I uh so it's collaboration with the shop in California. Um started in two thousand twelve as kind of like a it's a hobby. It was like real just kind of bootstrap kind of Basic website which it still is kind of basic uh barely had anything on there just a bunch of cool rare shit that we had saved um from years you know i could look at the list that i originally posted when we launched but i mean we had like just cool stuff you know uh at that time we only uh, sold boxes because we didn't really have we didn't really know anything about shipping to you know like we didn't really know logistics or you know costs and everything like that so um we only sold boxes uh And that was, you know, whatever. You know, you get a couple orders every once in a while. And then uh, about a year after that, we decided to kind of wake up and figure things out. And uh, just kind of grew from there. It was just me and one other guy that was working at the shop. We kind of, like, split our time from the shop. And then something came in. We'd walk over to the other room and pack it. Um, And the idea behind Small Batch is kind of just wanted something... I mean I had ordered cigars online and I just didn't like the the experience and you know I think people are coming to expect like Amazon is like the standard now for shipping right so the idea is you know get something to somebody in two days um and that's what we kind of one of our big focuses is just shipping fast and people loved it and it's just kind of grown from there um I don't know if there's any other any more detail, but it's just uh, it kind of grew by itself and became something much bigger than, than we expected.
2: Can you tell us about the crew?
3: Yeah, so I mean, uh, we have three guys that work shop side, so those guys kind of separate. Um, and then there's me, Ben, and Paul who do all like the small batch stuff. Um, Paul, I met actually through a Reddit meetup. He he came and kind of came to the meetup and hung out, and then. Uh, started just kind of hanging around and figuring things out and tried to help. Um, And then Ben's been there for years, uh, way longer than I have at the actual shop side. Um, And then we have Keith who uh, helps out like on Saturdays. He's, he actually has a a blog called uh, leaf enthusiast. Um, And so on Saturdays, the things are crazy. He's always there hanging out and helping packing. Very cool.
1: Dave. Easy, easy, buddy say what? Don't don't geek out on us too much.
2: <laughs> I won't.
1: Too, too late.
2: I'll, I'll I'll attenuate myself, don't worry.
1: Uh Andrew. So, Andrew,
2: we we posted in the noise, man, and we asked, you know, if anybody had any comments for you and there was like 16 comments uh, in reference to your shipping. So, how do
3: you ship so fast? Uh, <laughs> biggest thing is we share a wall with uh, USPS. Uh, our packing room literally shares a wall so, um, you know, we can pack right up to the cutoff. So like most companies, you know, have a cutoff of like, you know, three, two or three o'clock. We generally can pack up all the way up to like, I think the last package I packed tonight was like 524. So if you're on the East coast, you know, that's 830. Um, and we just pack it as it comes in. I mean, we, we use basic shipping service, ship station, Right. And then we just—I don't know—I don't, I don't understand why people can't pack faster. You know, orders come in, you get in, you pack them, and they go out. <laughs> this, is, this is not rocket science.
1: Dave's one hell like of a packer, actually.
4: Yeah, bullshit. He's more of a catcher.
1: <laughs> he likes Ouch. to be packed. Um. Okay. Well, I guess Coochman—that uh, kind of answered his question. They ask uh, who you're banging to get such fast shipping. Um. um let's see what else we got here are you ever gonna get a black label trading company can you answer that billy k is asking that for the noise
3: question unknown you know answer unknown uh possibly i've tried to slow down picking up new stuff we don't just because we have so much inventory as is um so maybe probably i mean it's, it's possible uh I've gotten that request maybe one other time before. So it's not impossible. I just would have to connect with the person and figure it out.
1: I got you. Uh, KY70 ask uh actually he said you're your their you are their favorite online retailer or vendor. Uh he wants to know. Ne- well, thank you. Is that 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 must be Dave's phone and his crappy uh service. Uh, Whoa! Not me. <laughs> you buy the air conditioning unit again? Um, KY, no, but I
2: got Wi-Fi, Hi-Fi, train going
1: on. Uh, Ky seventy. He wants. <laughs> he he ordered on Saturday, and it was in his mailbox by Monday.
3: Yeah, it's one thing that people don't really realize is, you know, if you get it in Saturday, they're gonna get like they, the post office keeps working on Sunday. I actually think it's smarter for people. Well. I don't know if I should say this, but if you order on Friday, right, your package is going to sit at the post office one extra day if you think about it, right, because it's not going to get there Saturday. So if you ship on set, you know, Friday, you know, so you order on Saturday, it's going to get there Monday. If you order on Friday, it's going to get there Monday. You're basically just having your package sit an extra day and, you know, not great. We, I mean, I've been trying to track and learn how, uh, the post office handles uh, the, uh, car. temperature and humidity, <laughs> the... uh, and I bought this de- device uh, called Sensor Push, and it, like, records every minute uh, and, you know, builds a graph and data and all this kind of cool stuff. And what yeah, I've super found, cool. what, yeah, what I found from shipping it, Shut up, just to kind of, like, build, like, an idea, like a map, is you have...
1: <laughs> Shut up, Dave Train.
3: You really have a train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that it, wasn't a joke. That's, that's not a joke. Yeah. <laughs>
3: So, I mean, you, you see, like, a 30-degree, <laughs> at least, swing, um, right? So I, 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 sh- I tested this, shipping it from coast to coast, uh, you know, took two days, um, and I saw a fluctuation of between 60 and 90 degrees um, for the package, uh, which is not great, uh, obviously. Um, and then humidity, it was inside a Boveda, you know, a bag with a Boveda, and with those temperature fluctuations, I saw, like, a 5-
1: Dave hates both so
3: the, the, the humidity held really well. It's just the temperature. It's like kind of scary. Uh, which is one of, kind of a project of mine is kind of educating people about, or I'm going to educate people about, or try to, um, like what happens with the, to the cigars, right? You know, like we, the manufacturer gets them shipped to them, either on a boat or whatever, right? And then they sit. So that that process probably takes a week at least, and then in transit to the manufacturer which could take, depending on if they spent actual money or they did ground, could take another five days. Um, and then to the retailers, you're looking at another five to seven days. And then the consumer, it's two days, right? So if you have a limited edition and, you know, you bought it from us, you would have – limited editions go out right away. They don't, they don't sit on them normally. So it would go, you know, Nicaragua, Florida, California to wherever, right? So, you're looking at like three weeks of this is where the idea kind of sparked uh, of trying to track this data is three weeks of just, you know, this product being sick. So, telling people like, hey, you know, like, I know you want to smoke your cigars right away, but like, gotta, gotta let them rest a little bit. Uh, you know, look at, look at this data, right? You got like, you know, massive humidity swings and temperature swings when it's shipping from a manufacturer. You hear that, uh, Dave? Oh, yeah. You hear that? You hear that, Dave?
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah, we've, I mean, it's, <laughs> we've discussed it's that very, many
1: times, Dave. <clears throat> of course, Dave.
2: Oh, do you want me to bring it back up again? <laughs> that,
1: we're going. that you're wrong once again. This guy's whoa, got whoa, whoa. data, Dave. I, no. I, I've
2: I've never said that it's 100 and perfect. Yeah, I you just t- said I've smoked plenty of things that we've traded and otherwise right off the truck, and it's been fine. If I'm going to review something, obviously I'm not going to smoke something today.
3: So, and I've said that every time we talked about it, I believe. So yeah, I mean, it's totally fine. To, I mean, I smoke stuff that comes right in from the manufacturer, which is silly. But, um, you know, it's just nice to know, like, what's actually happening to it. Because um, I think there's, the conception is people think that it's just perfect all the way along, right? Like, it never gets out of that mm-hmm. range, which is totally not the case. Uh, I mean, we're talking three weeks, right, where your cigars could reach, you know, 100 degrees, depending on how they ship them. They ship them ground. Um, and then that, they don't, they don't humidify. Birds? You they're, they're... got
1: birds with you, man?
3: Yeah, I got...
1: You in Nicaragua
2: in with Orange James? He County
3: has parrots for some reason. <laughs> um, I got parrots, not Oh Oh, that, that's
4: you, Andrew. I thought, I thought that was Dave yeah. in the fucking jungles of Louisiana. No, no, no. no. It sounded like a donkey <laughs> so earlier. I knew like, that one was Dave. There was
3: a, a pet shop that was going to burn down like 30 years ago, and they released all the parrots. And now we have a huge parrot issue. Uh, and <laughs> so
0: oh, I heard
4: I heard they make for good stew. Just saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so we Andrew got the, Dave, shut up. <laughs> Dave. Ow. Dave. <laughs> no, what are you gonna say, Dave? Go ahead.
2: <laughs> These devices that you're mailing with, Andrew, is there any way to um, like is that gonna be a service you think like ten years down the road? you think it'll get cost-effective enough that you can include it and be like, here, track your device and track your stuff? Uh,
3: I mean that would be rad. I I actually reached out to the company and asked them if they had a, any way to build in like a like a what is it called, like a drop sensor, so like mm-hmm. we could f- see how many times your package gets dropped. Um, you know, um, but I I mean I don't think they can make them cheap enough. I mean the one I bought was like 50 bucks. So maybe, I mean well, actually I, I sh- shouldn't say that. Technology will obviously get cheaper and cheaper, um, but yeah, I mean, it's something you could you could totally do um, if it became cost effective, and I think it would be cool. I would love to see it from the manufacturers. Like they threw a couple of these in their um, their containers when they ship stuff from Nicaragua. Um, mm-hmm. That'd be rad. I mean, because you're, you're seeing nowadays a lot of companies are jumping on the bovita bandwagon, where they're putting bovitas in their boxes, Hear that, Dave. And sealing them, right? Which is cool, right? I mean, that's awesome, right? Cause, they are recognizing that there is
1: Dave hates Boveda, you know, by the way.
2: Oh my god, Drew, you are recirculating so much old shit tonight. <laughs> and it's not even right. Facts Boveda, Dave. For everybody listening again for like the tenth time, Dave, I think Boveda they
1: all they all know this story just
2: fine. I just don't think it absorbs humidity as well as it humidifies. Yeah, you hate Boveda. It's
1: all right, man. It's okay. Oh not my good. god, Drew. Not everybody can like good stuff.
2: Uh, I'm gonna learn how to install malware in somebody else's <laughs> device remotely. So when your whole house just hits the tank, you just thank me for that.
1: Well, after next week, I won't have a house, so it won't matter. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Bring it on, Dave.
1: Uh, Andrew, we've got a couple more here about um, like Jared. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through these, but th- everybody talks about how fast your shipping is, which is freaking awesome. You guys, that's that's cool. Um, Jared wants to know how much you pay Santa in, uh, to use his elves for shipping.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh,
1: um, uh. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think the uh, let's see sssb five three nine. He said. Uh, he said he thinks you sold your soul to the shipping gods because you're so fast. <laughs> uh, when will the Campesino series be up on the site, ready to ship?
3: I soon. Yeah, I just got a call from him. It should be here tomorrow, I think.
1: That one's from Louis E. So if you're listening tomorrow, buddy,
3: yeah.
1: it'll be up uh, up on the site soon.
4: That's his cigar, isn't it? Yeah, well,
3: yeah. That is his cigar, yeah. Louis <laughs> <Yeah. Lewis laughs> well, is the
2: one that called me today. Yeah, Louis <laughs> yeah. is a cool dude. So I've got a real question for you.
4: Mm-hmm. Wait, what those weren't fucking you... real? Yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to <laughs> yeah. say, Dave? Un-
2: unlike yeah. Drew, oh, hey, i got a real
4: question. Hey, d- hey, hey. Jared, fucking Ted, if you guys are listening, Dave thinks your questions are shit. But let's get a real one. Yeah. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs>
2: um, what do you say to the people, because there are some out there that, you know, will remain unnamed, smoky, that
0: <laughs> <you> will, not, <laughs> will not buy from an
2: online source. They just want to buy B&M. So what's your pitch to these guys?
3: I say keep doing what you're doing. I mean, we we have a B and M, uh, and that's kind of where the idea of the, the the online came from was providing that like similar experience to people that just don't have access to, you know, the cigars that we that we carry. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love brick and mortars. It's it's the way that it's the only way that we we function is online. You, you know, we have that we have that core.
4: You know, Andrew, it's um, it's interesting because uh, you know I don't know. I mean, not to get totally meathead here, but you know, if you work out, um, having supplements is a big deal, you know, and having your supplements in a timely manner. And, you know, bodybuilding.com, for example, does a great job. I mean, literally, if you order it on Thursday, you're going to have it Friday. So you guys are kind of awesome. like the bodybuilding.com, like, of the cigar world. I mean, Sweet. that's really kind of what it seems like you guys have built for yourselves, which is really cool, yeah. man.
3: I just think it's a standard that people are going to expect. And, I mean. Yeah.
4: Well, it goes along with what you're saying about building a BM and m um, kind of, Thing to your online business, right? Guys go to the B and M, so they could have them instantaneously. Well, yeah. If it's going to be a day when you get them from small batch or two days or whatever, I mean, it's almost like the same thing.
3: Yeah, exactly. And we try to we try to provide that experience like as like a and M, you know, as much as you can online. People have questions, or if I, you know, answer emails at crazy hours, because um, I mean, you know, we care care about the product and um, care about the customers.
1: Which Okay, so just for Smokey, because I don't like him either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you actually have a and m as well. So if he ordered from you, he's technically supporting a B&M?
0: Correct, yes. Okay. you will, just, look at it that way, just, yes. Just,
1: just, just making sure. Smokey, suck it. <clears throat>
2: <laughs> oh, there was another question that came in today, too. It was, um, how do you pick the cigars that come into your Cigar of the Month Club now? Uh, so even the, the mystery
3: samplers. I, Mystery samplers, I literally, I'm the only person that packs the mystery samplers, uh, which is kind of the same time I like go out doing other things. Um, but it's just, the mystery samples is completely random. I'll walk around the humidor, you know, we have all this stuff displayed inside. and um, I mean, a lot of times people will put comments, requests, and we try to, like, hit them as, as best as we can. Um, for the Cigar of the Month pack, it's, it's really, there really is not a set rhyme or reason just things that i think are cool like people would like this and i would well price well little,
4: little technical difficulties no, 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 no. andrew um it, it, so like, like if, if somebody is ordered oh, from, so, go ahead sorry
3: no no sorry somebody said they were losing me i'm walk. i was walking around my backyard yeah
1: yeah you're having uh, a little stop. cutting out issue there
4: um so andrew if if let's say somebody you know has ordered from you in the past they say hey send me a mystery sampler do you look mm-hmm. at their purchase history when assembling something like
0: that
3: um sometimes i mean uh i mean we learn like you 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 see names and you see what they purchased ben is actually really phenomenal about that i just don't have the space in my brain but he'll he'll like know where people live like roughly
1: that's creepy or like
3: oh i have, or i packed that 2 days ago you know like <laughs> So I got a plane flying over. Um, so, yeah, sometimes we all look at, you know, or a lot of times people don't not, or sorry, a lot of times people put comments. It's kind of rare that people don't put some kind of thing in there. And, if and, you know, at that point, I think they just really want a surprise. They want to try something new. Um, at least that's what I think.
1: I got you. Train and a plane at the same time. How about that? Yeah, yeah.
3: I know. This is I liked how yes. you had to one-up me there.
2: <laughs> Appreciate that.
1: Yeah, Dave doesn't give us planes on a regular basis. I know.
2: I'm, I'm going radio dark here in a I'm, minute though on this thing. I'm a little disappointed.
1: Um, so, Coachman, <laughs> Coachman uh, also asked, um, uh, "What do you think about the FDA BS, and where do you see small batch in a year?" Um, let's just pretend it goes as of planned right now. What do you What do you guys see happening? So,
3: I mean, there are there's just so many. Like, unknowns. Uh, I mean, the number being thrown around, uh, My what I'm hearing from manufacturers. Um, I think we'll have kind of business somewhat as normal before that kind of three-year cutoff. Yeah. It's two years, but they think with, with all the lawsuits, it'll get pushed to three. Um, I mean, I, I'm bummed about limited editions. I mean, I think everybody will be. Um, but I re- there's really not... I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. To be honest, I mean... Um, Do you think think that there will be select limited editions? uh, I mean, everybody can pull from. I mean, the guys that have it best are the big guys that have, you know, they could reuse limited editions. Uh, Like, I met with uh, Davidoff this week, and uh, we were talking about all of their portfolio of old limited editions. Um, I mean, they got some great cigars they used to make, and they could try to remake them or, you know, whatever, right? So, um but I think that if the if the cost to get approved isn't that much, um, or it's not as crazy as what have, some of the numbers I've heard, um, limited editions will once there's a clear directive of how things are going to go, will come back around. I mean, um, if you have to include an extra two bucks for a stick, you know, a buck for the cost and the buck to the manufacturer, or whatever, um, I think people will pay it. You know, um, but who knows? I don't I don't know that for a fact, but. I think that people will continue to make limited editions uh, if the cost is effective.
1: Awesome. Um, so Dave didn't hit the record button. So we're going to have to do this all over again. Is that all right with you? Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Dave's done Just that. In the, Dave's done that in the past though. <laughs> awesome. Hey, asshole.
2: Dave's what a troublemaker.
3: What was the, the second question I think was where to see is in a year. Um,
1: yeah. 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 Where, where you, think, if everything yeah, gets, mean, uh, as it is now, everything goes through as it is now, where do you guys, where do you guys kind of see yourselves?
3: I mean, we're still going to keep doing what we're doing. Uh, I mean, I think that like limited editions for a whole, it's really, it's sad for the manufacturers and for retailers because it makes up a big part of their, you know, sales. Um, so, I mean, we'll work just as hard and make less, but that's, that's okay. Uh, it's part of business. Um, We, I'm almost finished with, which not people, this is kind of like, not people, people don't know this is, uh, redesign the website, different platform, different look, much more user-friendly, much more shipping friendly for us. We actually can spend less time packing, uh, or, you know, printing stuff. And so I think that's a big thing that in a year's time, I think will help us grow and, uh, hopefully allow us to list, sell a lot more brands than we have right now, um, so,
2: yeah,
0: well, awesome! Congratulations
2: year. on on your release. You just announced that to the world.
3: Yes, yes. the The website yeah. is probably going to be relaunched in June, if everything goes well. Couple Now weeks. you can also take Fridays off because
2: no, everybody knows not to order on Friday. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. That that would be a great. In a single podcast, you solved all your problems.
1: Yes, Dave. Do you have any well, more boring questions? To ask man. For sure. You know I'm the inquisitive idiot here. Biz, biz, uh, business questions, because we'll we'll get a little personal here in a bit. Oh jeez, oh, no, <laughs> no, I'm good. Oh, you really? That's it? You're just tapping out?
2: Yeah, I, all mine are personal. Oh okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> are, those, are those offline questions? You want me to you want me to pause this you want for us a second? to leave you guys alone. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, let's get in the ring.
1: Jeez homo. Um, so, uh, well then fire away. I don't have any other business questions. What what do you got?
2: (laughs) Uh, all right. So Andrew, (laughs) if you could exempt yourself and your five closest friends from the FDA and have everybody else have to follow it, would you, or would you rather vice versa and flip that? And you and your closest five friends have to be subject to FDA rule and everybody else gets to escape
0: free.
3: Uh, that's tricky. You mean five favorite companies or just No, your five favorite first... friends.
1: He does not have five friends.
3: Yeah. I'm like... <laughs> I, I mean, the real... The yeah, he's reaching really into acquaintances with. at that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm close with, I would say, you know, I, uh, Kyle from Warped and then uh, Caldwell. Uh, their national sales manager actually used to work at our shop. So, I mean, those two guys are my real close kind of brands that I actually could, like, call or text message. But everybody else is, you know... A business. Um, so coming at it at like the people that I'm close with having to go through regulation, I probably exempt them just because they're smaller companies. Um, I think companies like Dowdoff, Altidus, General, Padrone they're going to be fine. You know, uh, business as usual. Um, but the little guys are the ones that, you know, well, I guess at Roma craft, I, you know, I have my phone number in my phone. So, um, yeah. I would probably exempt the little guys, you know. I think, I, I, I just,
4: you know, it's interesting you brought up the big boys, and I'll tell you, they've been awfully quiet throughout this whole process.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Uh, it's kind of a bummer.
4: Um, it almost makes you wonder a little bit.
3: You know, yeah, I, I mean, I've always wondered about that. Yeah, yeah every, I mean, even with, like, reg- re- regulation, there's still money to be had, and I think they, in a lot of ways, benefit, because they've been around for the longest, and yeah. um, that's that's okay. I mean, they they were in it before, these little guys, and so if they get a benefit, hopefully they start making some stuff that we like that's like the boutique stuff, you know? Um, hopefully they don't just kind of sit on the sideline and just keep doing what they're doing.
4: Well, I mean, you know, I'll tell you, the new Tarano, they've got a new packaging. I don't know if the cigars yeah. are different, but... yeah. Basically, they
3: kind yeah. of they're rebranding. It's very Camacho esque. Uh, you you uh, think
4: I mean, yeah. it's like it's like they fucking <laughs> took the guy who designed those and wrapped them up and brought them over to whatever and said, hey, do well, the they're, same they're, shit for they're, us. They're
3: looking at Camacho and they're going like, man, this really works for Camacho. You know, like it's actually a big part of Davidoff's portfolio now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, that really worked. Let's uh, let's make 20 count, you know, colorful boxes with gigantic bands.
4: Well, they just brought out the they just brought back the poor Laranja name, the poor Laranja, whatever. They just brought that back. <laughs> the what? Yeah. Say that five times fast. Dude, I'm half asleep, so <laughs> leave me alone. Uh, but they just brought that back too. I mean, they're resurrecting these names, and it's like, well, I guess they were ready for this, you know.
3: Oh yeah, I mean, um, I think when it was it General or Altus that went public, uh, I remember reading an article about how uh, one of the basically banks. Issued a question to them about regulation, and they basically said that, and you know, the response was, "We know what's going to happen. We're ready to pay for it." So well, I mean, they've known yeah. for, I'm assuming, for quite some time. Good,
1: Since you know,
4: 2007. Go yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh. Well, you know, and and that's another thing too is, I don't know. We talked about this a little bit last week, but I don't know if you had seen it uh, where Steve Saka had written a post on Facebook about. His conversations with people that were were kind of involved in what was going on, and he said basically he's getting more and more discouraged. Have you, mm-hmm. have you, did you read that? H- did, had you seen I that? I did not,
3: but I'm I'm looking it up right now. I'm okay. on On Facebook.
4: Um, and it's kind of interesting. I mean, what are you guys? Well, you guys got your own stuff to deal with now. What's California passing some triple tax or something like that?
3: It's possible, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> if that goes through, business obviously changes. I mean, one thing that I think with with us being so small is we're flexible. I mean, if we have to move, we'll move. I got you. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, this it's that that's something actually that's that's actually that very that that the whole tax thing is something that we've actually been talking about the last couple of days and kind of figuring out what to do. Um, but yeah, we'll adapt. I mean, California had a, I think seventy two percent tax in the early two thousands and. Dang. We live through that, so
4: That's insane. Um, I mean that's a, I thought Cook County was bad, which is thirty six percent, which is you know, where mm-hmm. Chicago is, but fuck that sucks, man. Seventy two percent. We're sitting at like
3: I think twenty nine percent. Yeah, okay. Um so yeah, I mean I don't really want to get into tax logistics and stuff, but it's 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 just you kind of you just make less. I mean, right? You yeah. you just <laughs> deal with it. You just I mean you know, you hope to get enough volume to offset it and um just keep working.
1: You okay there, Mo?
4: Yeah. Okay. Just adjusting. <laughs> Mo, this, fall asleep on us? This is, no. This is weird because normally I'm just used to talking on my phone, and uh, now I got this thing sticking in my face. It <laughs> feels somewhat... Pretty, pretty comfortable? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not quite. Um, so I was trying to get used to it. But. He's talking about the microphone, Dave. Oh. Okay. <laughs> hey,
2: Andrew, man. Tell yeah. us about a failure, boss. Tell us about something that just went wrong and yeah, Andrew, dismal, you know, something that's not the up. bright and cheerful Andrew. <laughs> um, well,
3: I mean, I'm kind of worried about talking about, I mean, certain things, but, uh,
4: I mean. You know, your your personal life could stay out of this. I think he means <laughs> cigar related.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, something to kind of round
2: out the profile, because every, if anybody yeah. knows you, it's kind of from an angelic point of view, you know?
3: Yeah, I mean, I try to stay positive. But I, appreciate, I, appreciate that you noticed that. Uh, I mean, I think the biggest failure, which I wouldn't say it's a failure now, but. Uh, when we did the arena, the release with warped, I was really bummed that, ah, uh, that Casper basically made a post to respond to Kyle's uh, announcement of it, saying that we like copied them. Um, and I think it, you know, like. I, I that was the biggest, I think, kind of like bummer. Uh, Failure-wise, I mean, the launch didn't go as well. No, I don't think because of that. Um, I just that was our first real exclusive, and we just didn't really do a good job of like talking about it or promoting it. I'm sorry, what, what cigar was that, Andrew? The La Camino Riana, uh, uh which means Queen. Oh, okay. Um, it was a exclusive size in in that blend, oh, uh, okay. and it came in like gold wrap bundles. Okay. Um, so I mean, that's. Um, I apologize, Casper, for not thinking about that. If you're listening, uh, you know we were just kind of doing our thing, and it looked cool. You know, it was gold wrap, so like you know, honey, La Camina, um made sense to us. But that would that would be probably the the failure I could comes to mind right away.
4: Who do you guys? What other shops do you guys look at and say, you know what? Those guys do it right. I mean, you know well, that that you kind of try to take. You know, because, look, any successful business is going to look at other businesses and their industry and, and, you know, see what they can learn from them. I, I think that's smart. Um, what other guys do you look at and say, hey, you know what? They do some pretty cool stuff in a good way. Who, who, what can we do like them?
3: I, to be honest, I really I really don't. Um, I don't look at other people, uh, which I don't know if that sounds bad. But, uh, I mean, really, it's just I, I focus more on how, like, we could be better uh, mm-hmm. and just, like, you know. Um I have this big old Hemingway quote on the wall I made into a poster that talks about, you know, being noble is kind of um being better than your former self. So I mean that to me is like kind of a weird you know that's what our focus is is like, you know, what can we do better? Okay, this new website, this is awesome. How will it let us serve the customers better? Sweet. But none of that stuff came from comparison really. I mean, I, I think, you know, there's not much to do differently, really. I mean, if if you can give me an i give me like an example, I could be like, oh yeah, that's a cool idea. But, I mean,
4: okay, well, a product, well, you, right? okay, so, there are some shops that do phenomenal jobs at releasing, um, exclusives, right?
0: Mm-hmm,
4: mm-hmm. Um, you considered that a failure? I honestly, man, I'd be lying if I said to you I knew what cigar you were talking about that was an exclusive to you. Yeah. Um, so. I don't know whether it was a failure or not. You're, I'm using your words, so please don't yeah. take it as. But there are shops that do phenomenal job at releasing exclusive, and so. Do you think that you could learn from a shop that has been very successful at releasing multiple exclusives and say, "Hey, you yeah, know what? I mean, they do this right. Here's what you know. That's a really good idea. We could incorporate that in our own way, not necessarily copy it, but tra- you know, shift it or, or mold it into." your business model that works for you.
3: Yeah. I mean, we, we definitely could do more, uh, on, so I have a real like anti-selling approach to the idea of like the, the shop right? I don't like going on forms and even kind of talking about how we sell stuff. It's just, I like to like immerse myself in the community. Um, so we don't have like a sales like directive, like, uh, or a marketing directive. Like we just kind of, that's who we are. I feel like, and that, that works for us. That's how I feel comfortable doing business. Um, but at the same time, some of these guys that, you know, these other companies that do really good with exclusives, they have a way better media exposure. Um, they're bigger, obviously, uh, they're working with bigger names. Um, not to say Warped isn't big now, but when we, we did that exclusive, they were relatively, you know, that was their first exclusive. Uh, they didn't have a huge amount of SKUs. Um, so I think we've done better with the, the last two we did, one with Kisada, um, and then the one with the other one with Caldwell. We are learning. Love this. the same Yeah, I mean, I'm a big. I mean, I don't. I really don't for exclusives. Like, I'm I'm focusing on small sizes because that's what I like. Um, and you know that doesn't appeal to a lot of like. Our, our, there's nobody really buying petite Bellicosas or asking about petite bellacosos, right? So that was a, kind of a gamble. Um, well,
4: that's funny. So, you bring, I mean, I, we'll get back to that, but go ahead and finish. Just remind me to to bring something up when you're done,
0: please. <laughs> okay.
3: Um. So yeah, I mean, the big guys are. They have a much bigger customer base, which is, that's awesome. They've been around a lot longer. Uh, They have better media exposure, and they're working with, you know, bigger companies, you know. If you're doing an exclusive with Tatuaje, like, you've essentially made it uh, as a shop. I feel like, like, you've got to be quite big. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, lots to learn. Uh, And I think majority of my focus this last six to eight months has been working on the new website, all trying to continually do what we do every day, and so I really haven't done a lot of future planning, uh, sadly, um, and that's something that that, that weighs on me. Kind of like, man, I just need to get this done, but I don't like doing anything. You know, I'm not going to release anything that I feel is not you know perfect. You know, I'm not going to launch, relaunch the website, and uh, it not be the way I want it to look. You know, um, so once that's done, I think we'll focus a lot more on that. And I think the the, the website will allow us to, to really feature stuff more and connect socially if people are interested. But um, I've never been good about, like, the whole marketing thing. And I think that's the same thing with a and m Like, our B&M, like, you walk in, and we have a huge walk-in. Uh, it's, like, two rooms. We don't follow you. Like, if you have a question, we'll, you know, let us know. But I don't like that approach where, like, telling people what to buy. You know, I'm, I'm horrible at suggestions, and I, I make sure when people ask stuff, like, this is what I smoke. You know, I probably smoke a lot more than you do. So, if you really don't like it, let me know. But, uh, <laughs> not, but like, this is my Good best Good thing Dave doesn't right?
4: work at a B&M. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you. what was your question uh, okay. that you had? So, um, I had the privilege of just going to Nicaragua. Um, so, the conversation happened there. We've talked about it on the podcast, Drew, me, Dave, and whoever else. But the 6x60 six size seems to be a hot topic amongst people. Um, and I'm kind of more in line with you. I'm not, I mean, the big ring gauges just don't do it for me. Um, are you seeing that at your shop and in your orders? Uh, is, that, is that size gained popularity by you too? And what are your thoughts on that?
3: I do not see it as being popular. I, th- I would th- say it's on its way out from, what, from my experience. Like, it's, The demand has definitely died down in the last two years it was like a craze, right? Six by 67 by 70. I've seen that go away, which is awesome. Um, (laughs) you know, I don't, I mean, granted, if you like six by 60, that's awesome. But for me, like, I really won't smoke anything bigger than a 52. Uh, I'm normally like, you know, I max at a Toro size. Um, so we don't see a lot of that purchasing happening online or at the shop. Um, so I don't know if that answers your question, but, uh, I don't think it's a craze anymore. I think it's actually it's it's you know, Corona Gorda to me seems like a craze, right? That's a size that people are producing a lot right now.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, I, I gotta I gotta be honest with you, Andrew. I mean, this was a topic that four different manufacturers were all talking about, and this was just two weeks ago. So, mm-hmm. it may, maybe it's I mean, more regionally based. Yeah, I mean that that could be. I know. Um, yeah, I don't really know. I also Dave, that. didn't
1: we just talk about yeah. this the other day?
4: We
2: did.
1: Didn't, are you What are you, are you? smoking one?
2: I am, yeah. W- what are you smoking? Um. You know, I don't even know yet. So <laughs> I'm not done with it. It's, I'm doing this blind uh, trade. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so I don't know. But I think I used to really despise uh, 60s and higher. And, I mean, I think if I were to choose, I wouldn't choose a 60 or higher. But what I've really noticed is my old way of smoking, I used to have to, like, put my, my lips and my teeth on it. And now... I don't, Teeth you know, are bad. I don't slobber like I used to. So, <laughs> okay. uh, you know Dude. what I mean? So I just kind of put my mouth up to it, and I don't have to go around it. And so, <laughs> oh, like, geez. the, uh, the Serenos <laughs> I've been smoking oh, lately, they all came in 60s. And, I, man, yeah. I
3: thoroughly enjoyed all of them. Um, I think for me, I just don't have the patience. I mean, I like, you know, if I'm working, right, say, on an average day, maybe I'm smoking smaller cigars, right, so four or five in a yeah. day while working, right? So, yeah. I mean, bigger cigars tend to go out. Like I have to have something that's small, stays w- really, you know, lit really well, because mm-hmm. we're moving around. Um, so I think that also has kind of pushed me in that direction. Um, you know, I can, I can try three or four different things in a day, which is awesome. Um, but I don't, I mean, I'm, I, just lo- I just Googled like small batch cigar, six by six, and I think we have like five items in, that we sell that are six by 60 listed. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that wouldn't be a good gauge Obviously, because we don't have a lot of six by sixties listed, um, and we don't really buy a lot of six by sixties. Well, you know, we don't think they could sell. No, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, which maybe is completely wrong. Maybe they maybe we're doing something wrong.
4: No, I. You know, hey, I'm by no means. I just was wondering if you had seen that because I'm with you. There's, I mean, that'd probably be the last size that I'm going to buy. You know, so I I'm with you. I think you. It's,
3: a, it's a value thing. I think that the manufacturer. There you see, go. Like, this year at the, the trade show,
0: yeah.
3: a lot of people released limited editions in a Toro size, right? It was like mm-hmm. the year of the Toro, right? And I think that they they, they feel like the consumer and the, and obviously the retailer won't justify paying a premium from a limited edition that is a Panatella or a Corona, right? Or a Lancero. Yeah. Um, so I think the market has pushed it that way too, where people could make really great Corona Gordas, but is somebody willing to pay 16 bucks for one? Probably not. Um, so I think they're, they're just... They know that that there's a value in size,
4: um, street racing. And, the, and so
3: they're <laughs> yeah. 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 He's and on so the set of fucking
4: Fast him. and Furious. But no, so, sorry. <laughs> no, but uh, you know it's interesting because too, like I would say one size that is definitely out is the Churchill. That I mean. I, I saw something or had heard from a couple different guys that that's, like, 10% of sales now, whereas a few years ago, that was one of the hotter Vitolas. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think it's always going to change. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I wanted, you know, like, one of my favorite cigars, which was crazy for for Davidoff to release way back the win uh, in 2003, was the, the Vintage 2000, which is the Vintage Panatella. And, I mean, they were charging $15 for a Panatella in 2003, and people thought they were crazy, right? But the people that... Smoke that cigar and got the chance to smoke it. We're like, this is, this is an amazing cigar, right? And I've, I've had the luck to be able to smoke, I think about eight of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and that's one of my favorite cigars and, um. Yeah, I think they are kind of all ebbs and flows. If, if a brand has enough money to take a risk like that. Yeah, and say, hey, you know, I'm going to make a Panatella right? And I'm going to charge fifteen bucks. Cause that's my cost. You know, the MSRP is going to be that. And they can get people to stand behind them, right? I mean and buy that product, uh, then we might see more of it and people might find they enjoy it more. Um,
4: Davidoff definitely so, yeah. has a pretty loyal customer base and typically a well to do customer base, uh, which yeah, definitely helps. Totally. Um,
3: like right now, right now I'm smoking a sample blend for our Davidoff exclusive. Oh, okay. I got three different samples. Very cool. Um, yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's, it's definitely not, we're trying to get it to be not very, it's, it's a very, I would say full body cigar. Sure. It's uh, very different than Davidoff, but, uh, we want, like, you know, if I were to do a Davidoft, it would be like a Corona Gorda or something, right? Yeah. Um, which, again, is, is an expensive cigar for the size. Because um, well, mm-hmm. 6x60 is relatively the same price to roll as uh, a vintage Panatella, right? Because the, the biggest cost is the wrapper cost. So their cost on is, like, pennies different, probably, on a 6x60 versus a Robusto mm-hmm. or a Toro. Uh, so they can charge more. And there, it's very little cost difference for them. So, manufacturers, I think, like it. Um, It has less wasted wrapper as well, um, which is cool.
1: Hey, um, not to derail everything here, but how long have you been smoking cigars?
3: Hold on, I got a plane going overhead. Um, (laughs) I've been smoking just let it happen, man. Nine nine years.
4: Wow. Okay. Okay. What what do you think of? I don't know. I was talking to Drew today. Um, the Year of the Monkey is just an unbelievable cigar. It's phenomenal. Oh, my God. I mean.
3: I I, I really enjoy it. I mean, I have the best, one of the best, there was a Year of the Dragon, which nobody really knows about, uh, before they actually started making, that was like the first test run of a year. It wasn't an ornate box. It didn't say Year of on it. It just said Selection Cuvée or whatever. I've smoked that and it's the only year of that I would say is better than the monkey. I, I mean, the snake is great. I liked it, but the monkey, I feel like it's just, just, they stepped it up. Like, it's a they realized, run, like hey, dude. this is, you know, yeah, let's make something run. really special, which is yeah. one of the things I brought up to Davidoff. I was like, Hey, what's, what's happening with the year ups. Right. Cause you know, uh, they got the year of the rat coming out next year and it's like, yeah. that might be it. Yeah. Which is for a, for a while, you know, like until they can figure out right. the regulation and say, Hey, can, can we get it approved before, we're too late, right? You know, like they might not be able to go. Hey, we're gonna do a year of whatever, but the regulation or the approval process takes so long, and they can't do it the way they want to do it with the packaging and the blending. and Get it out didn't, in time.
2: Didn't
3: uh, didn't Drew Estate just release a year of the rest? Yeah, they it, did. It's a it was like a exclusive, I think, for a, a stadium. One of their yeah, Florida yeah, Panthers. Yeah, Florida, right? Yeah. I do not know.
4: Yeah, Florida Panthers. The I, I wonder team. how that'll
3: work out with the Davidoff series. I think it'd be fine. I mean, um, I think people have, other people have used year of before. Um, I am and I'm certain that Davidoff probably already had trademarked or registered or something, right. They probably have, have it registered for the next, they probably registered all of them at the same time, mm-hmm. knowing that they would continue doing it. Um, which shout out to Drew estate. I went and visited, um, a couple of weeks ago. I was in M- uh, Miami and they were nice enough to have us hang out there. And it was their headquarters is it's pretty cool. Uh, and, it's very kind of, you would think for a company that's so big, like, it to be kind of like this kind of, I don't know, like, very business-like, but it was very laid back, um, you know, just really cool to visit somebody so big that uh, was cool enough to have people walk around all day at their, their place. Do you yeah. do you
1: live at the airport?
3: Ah, uh, <laughs> man, I I don't know what's going on. So, in Orange County, the airport here, there's a cutoff, right, at I think at 10 o'clock, and so for... So, towards the end of the day, like, it's just mass amounts of landings. Because if they miss it, They're cream of they, have to, in. They, they have to, like, take people to L.A. and then bust them back.
1: Oh,
4: geez.
3: So, it's like at nighttime, there's, like, a massive uptick of everybody trying to land. and.
4: John Wayne? It adds character. I like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you got? Top three cigars, dude. You're on a fucking island. Okay. Oh, man.
3: I knew this question would probably come up, and I was like, I. <laughs> yep. <And sighs>
4: so, so your top three cigars, and then Drew. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll really mess you up. All right. So okay. first, top <laughs> regular, three. Regular
3: production? I don't, I don't have to, like.
4: No, it could do whatever you want. Your, your top three cigars, oh, you man. could take them on an island with you, and that's what you're going to smoke for the rest of your life.
3: That is that is tricky. I'm I'm gonna go with regular production, just bec- or something I can. It's accessible. Just okay. It's, Imagine it's I mean, a perfect
4: world and everything is accessible that you've ever liked.
3: Well, the only reason I want to say regular production is that I probably smoked it more than I smoked some of these. You know, you know, you have like a, a really rare cigar and you've only had it once, and the experience is like magical because yes. it was the cigar that. Yeah. I don't think those count really, right? Because okay. Um, I only smoked it once, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. So I would say Davidoff Millennium Petite Corona. Okay. Hold on, I'm going inside.
1: Uh, You're good. We we, we like it. Um, it tops Dave uh, and pisses him off, so even better.
3: David, Petit, millennium, Petit Corona. Um, man, this is this is this. Is, I thought about it, and I couldn't, I couldn't really even think about it. Uh, <laughs> I would say, um, I would say the Marble House Eastern Standard. I like that size. Uh, it's a you know, another small smoke, um, and then something rare, something crazy that's semi-rare. Um, what about Padrone 50th Hammer?
4: Oh, Which Maduro that. or natural?
3: Maduro all day long. All
4: right. Okay. For some reason,
3: for some reason, I I really like the Maduro in that blend. But normally, I smoke. Oh, actually, I'm gonna scratch that because that's that's limited edition. I'll go with the Padrone. 1926, number 35, natural. Excellent. Those are the three cigars.
4: Okay. Now, Drew? So,
1: have you, have you, you can, you can say no. Have you actually listened to our podcast before?
3: I have listened to half an episode.
1: Awesome. Even better.
3: <laughs> yeah. And that question, I think, came up. You guys were asking <laughs> Something like, what are you smoking right now? Or what is your top? And so I was like, oh, shit. If they ask me this, like, I have yeah. no idea.
1: We're about to blow your mind. <laughs> okay. So we play a little game here. <clears throat> Now that you have your top three, this is called stash, trash, and ash. So, okay. stash one of your three cigars. That just means you you tuck it back. You have to ash one, which means you smoke it now, and you have to trash one. Fire, so I had, fire oh, away. I,
3: look, mi- min- I have to minimize my list. Is what you're saying? <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, I would say I would store the the Millennium Petit Corona. I would sadly trash the marble house and I would k- smoke the number 35 out all day long.
0: Yeah.
1: Nice.
4: Yeah, you're, you're, uh, that's good, man. I agree 100% with that. That's good.
3: Okay. Sweet.
4: Not that that fucking <laughs> sorry, matters. Sorry, sorry. I'm just saying. Oh, I mean, oh, not, not like what I, what I think matters. I'm just saying. That's... It
1: doesn't. Dave, you're kind of quiet there, buddy. Well, you,
4: you took the oh,
2: wind
1: out bad. of his
4: sails. Jesus. I mean... <laughs> yeah, you, the guy, you tell me to shut up every episode. I mean, the guy was pumped up. He was keep, asking questions, and then you come along you gotta, like a fucking schoolyard bully.
1: got to keep him in check. He'll start running the show.
4: The, uh, I think we need, right, to, so I need Andrew... I think we need to give the... Yeah, <laughs> Dave, take the floor back, man. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> I, I just got a super important question because I'm asked this all the time, and I really oh, great. don't know. I'm not in the <laughs> know right now, but IPCPR... What are you looking forward to?
3: The chaos. It's going to be crazy this year. Uh, the amount of things that are going to be showing before that cutoff, um, it should be really interesting. I mean, you're going to see things that people were going to wait on, probably that we're going to like. Hey, we're going to we're going to release this in a year and a half, right? Or two years. It's probably going to be the show, just so they make sure they you know they have it. Um, so it would be awesome then if all these crazy things come out and they actually give us samples because I I love smoking. Uh, new stuff, uh, trying new stuff. Um, other than that, I mean, the trade was is exhausting. People like it, the first time I went, it like really took the glamor out of everything. It was like, man, this is, this is rough. Like you, you come back and you're just, you need to like sleep for a week. Um, so this year, <laughs> this year I plan on drinking a lot less because last year I left New Orleans and I, I, I think I was, I was, I was out for like three or four days. I couldn't go to work. I couldn't smoke. I just wanted to sleep. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I'm just looking forward to all seeing just kind of the, the madness, you know. Um,
2: anything in particular you're looking forward to? Anything you know maybe coming out that you really kind of want to get your hands on first?
3: Oh, man. Um, no, not really. I mean, um, I don't really know anything yet. I mean, I know people, like, you know, you see, like, the half-full posts and, like, this is coming to the show, this is coming to the show. Um, there's nothing I'm super excited about, per se, re- being released, um, I just – it's also – I really look forward to, like, actually sitting down and talking to the manufacturers. It's fun to kind of catch up. Um, so nothing – no particular cigar that I'm super excited about. Okay. That's fair.
4: Um, Andrew, w- uh, what are your thoughts – you know, we, we might as well just talk about it now, but <laughs> we've talked about it a couple different times <laughs> with a couple different people, Um your thoughts on this whole trend of uh, the repackaging um, foods and cigar? cigars, the um, taking these blends that, for lack of a better term, like a house we're talking, blend about or lo- whatever? we're
3: talking about lost and found.
4: Yeah, but they're yeah, not the only that. ones.
3: No, yeah, they're not the only ones. Yeah. I mean, Robert did something. I mean, Robert is, I would say, a really cool – I mean, I've had the opportunity to hang out with him a bunch of times. Because Jeremy, is his national sales rep, and he came from our shop. Yep. Um, I mean, he had a really amazing idea, right? I mean, um, and he was kind of like the first person to do it. Um, though, sadly, he's only going to have one more run, obviously, before the whole trade show thing comes into effect. So you're going to see that disappear, right? The, re- the lost, the lost and found kind of stuff. That's that's going away. Um, I think it's smart. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of bundling stuff. I really think that manufacturers do it too much, um, or want to do it too much to, you know, um, and it's a real pain. And I think it just takes away from the experience. Um, so, I mean, I like the idea of revisiting something, um, you know, I just wish I knew what it was, right. You know, like, (laughs) you know, if somebody re-released, you know, some awesome cigar and you don't know what it is and you're smoking it, you can't really, uh, appreciate it, I guess, or compare it. um, Sure. But I mean, it's a cool opportunity to try something if you can figure out what it is and be like, "Oh man, this is, you know, nine years old." And um, so, I don't know. Is is that is that what you're looking for? Yeah. No, a-
4: absolutely, man. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> nope. Let's let's do it again. <laughs> no, I mean, because like there is there are some people that totally hated it, right? Like, like, ah, oh, this is all this is just re-released Camacho and blah blah blah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, this is probably re-released Camacho, but like, to smoke a. Two thousand eight Liberty barber pole. You know, I wasn't, and I, you know, for twelve bucks, like some people might want to do that, right? You know, like that's a cool opportunity. I wasn't around to buy it back then, really. I wasn't on my radar back then, so, um, so yeah, that's my my take. Dave. Fair enough. Um, your
2: weirdest moment, Andrew.
0: <laughs> right, right now. Right now. <laughs> uh, when you Other just asked the, that the penis pump today
2: that got delivered? <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Please tell everybody about this story, because uh, there's only three people that know outside your
0: shop okay. right now, I think.
3: Well, basically, the gist of it, somebody was was too scared to have this, this penis pump shipped to their house, so they used the post office as their address, and the post office thought it was us, because the swoop <laughs> number was missing. And they even went so far, I think, to ask the company to scratch out their name on the label um (laughs) so they were really trying to hide it so but i mean to think that somebody thought they could ship their mail to the post office and have them just like pick it up is is just hilarious to me in itself right you know like oh yeah i'll just use the post office's address and i'll just swing by and you know ask the clerk if they got anything for me
1: (laughs) you think it might have been one of your employees
3: yeah i was gonna add you didn't think no no it was it it really, the, the, after talking to the, the post office ladies, they said that the, the guy actually came in and asked for it. Like, hey, I had something <laughs> shipped here. And the lady was like, anything you have shipped here, it's just going to get returned. Like, we don't take your mail. Like, you can't list this address as your address.
1: Is this so, is this one of those scenarios where you're, like, asking for a friend type of deal? Is this your package?
3: <laughs> no, man. I mean, <laughs> I, I, no. I mean, it's... it's <laughs> the thing the thing looked pretty scary i mean i was always to say it's like I, this guy like who opened I, he it he must really he, he must really need help like,
1: so who who opened the package what who opened the package
3: we didn't open the package oh. which, just because it's illegal but um <laughs> but uh we just we just googled the name of the company oh i got gotcha, um, i got gotcha. uh that was semi-scratched out gotcha. <laughs> if this was
1: dave telling the story i would say
4: he's lying
3: <laughs> <laughs> we'll give Andrew the benefit of the doubt
2: because
4: <laughs> he ships fast. He gets the benefit of the doubt. Ships fast. Yeah,
2: that, that's exactly right. Uh, Andrew, are you a, a sci-fi fantasy fan, man?
4: Oh, uh, here we go.
3: Um, the, probably not. Maybe. J- just say no. You just watch Lord no. of the Rings, just or do you <laughs> read the books? Uh, yeah, I watched Lord of the Rings. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Can I read some relate- of the bo- I read The Hobbit a bunch of times when I
2: was a kid. Okay, that's probably the shittiest one, but that's fair enough. Um,
1: <laughs> Jeez, Dave.
2: <laughs> if you are. Uh, this I'm is why playing. I cut you I kinda, off. I kind of I have a love hate with all of them, you know, but if you were Lord of the Rings character, which one would you be?
3: Whoa. Um, that, is, that is super tricky. I've um, seen them
1: all, and I don't even remember their names.
3: Yes, yeah, that's, what, that's what I'm going to fill Yeah. Over here. <laughs> uh Both <what laughs> of y'all do push ups. The, the elf with the
1: the, the arrows. Legolas? Yeah.
3: Legolas, there we go. Yeah. I actually have been to Hobbiton, which was rad. Uh, and I mean, that would be a pretty cool place to live, but I think being an elf that lived forever would be kind of. They live forever, right? Or they can live yeah. forever? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. awesome. Not that I actually want to live forever, but in this fantasy scenario. <laughs> you want to shoot arrows forever? Yeah. I got you.
1: What else you what got, you Dave? you got a
2: over there in studio?
1: Um, I can't remember anybody else's name. <laughs> What's that? He's asking who, who we'd, we'd want to be. I, I don't no I, Darth Vader. I don't know the uh, Lord of the Rings.
2: <laughs> Y'all all need to do push-ups.
1: I don't remember their like names. Right who was the king? I want to be him.
4: <laughs> Which one? I don't... Gandalf or something like that? <laughs> Gandalf. Gandalf. <laughs> no. No. All right. Let, let's move to the next topic before y'all make me... Wrong finish. show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ragnar <sorry>, Lothbrok? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's all right. I'll go put on my uh, my Bilbo cloak later and prance around the house make myself feel better. Oh, You're send Gildo a picture. <laughs> send
1: a picture of that. <laughs>
2: yeah, no.
1: You're not joking either.
2: totally joking
1: no you're not Dave
4: Dave (laughs) (laughs) we're amongst we're amongst friends here
2: yeah well (laughs) subscribe subscribe to my YouTube channel to find out do you Uh really have a
4: YouTube channel?
2: supposedly do you? yeah what's
1: the what's the name?
2: I don't even know
4: we're about to get you a lot of hits yeah man shameless plug uh, fucking Thursday
2: Google YouTube cigar noise it may show up
4: gotcha
1: Okay. Possibly. Is it? Separate? I did some
2: cool videos from Nicaragua there, though.
1: Is it separate from Cigar Noise?
2: No, it's it's the same. Okay. It's just the YouTube version. Okay. Okay. YouTube sucks, though, man. They don't have like channels, so you can't just say YouTube.com slash whatever, oh, okay. you know.
4: Just like Boveda sucks. Ah. Uh, hey, by God. the way, dude, your shirts—they do look awesome. They do look awesome, honestly. Thanks, man. If you guys, I was uh, really pumped about it. If you guys uh, haven't seen the Cigar Noise shirts, they're pretty sick.
1: And if you're listening to this, you can no longer get them.
4: Can't? <laughs> <Yeah? laughs> <laughs> no, they were only on sale for four days or whatever. Really? Yeah.
2: Yeah. i yeah, will probably do another release later down the road, but no more uh, originals. Only like a campaign of four
4: days. I got you. Now oh, they look awesome, man. Yeah. Good job.
2: Thanks, man. Uh, I'm pretty stoked about it.
4: Don't wash it if you've wa- if
1: if you haven't washed it. Don't wash it. It'll it'll I ruin it.
4: Frame it. put it on the wall that was funny Dave Dave, you put that side by side of Drew's wash job and your wash job (laughs) (laughs) needless to say Um,
0: yeah
2: Drew hand-washed his over coals. Dude,
4: honestly, though, Drew's looks awesome. It kind of looks like <laughs> yeah, really uh, like vintage does. now. It does. It looks awesome. Yeah. I just can't wash it again or it'll
1: be gone.
2: Oh, dude. He's just... had it three days and he's worn it a thousand times. <laughs> it's perfect. Too. I'm wearing
1: it
4: right now, Dave. It's a cool shirt. Nice. I'm supporting he is you. wearing it right now. Right. That is true.
2: Oh, I love it. We need an <laughs> in-studio pick.
4: Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm done. done. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: only wearing your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
4: Oh, man. Um, <laughs> what else we got? I've got one to finish us off, but go ahead. Uh, I don't know. Dave, you got any more, man?
1: What do you got, Dave?
4: I know you got more. Or Andrew? I mean, is there something that you want to talk about?
0: Yeah, you have questions Andrew, for us, what dude? What do you got,
3: boss? So um, what are you guys excited about for the trade show? Because, <laughs> Dave, Dave, you're going, right?
2: I'm going, man. This will be my first <laughs> okay. time ever. Uh, okay. Interesting side note. So my annual training was scheduled in June, and they changed it two weeks ago to be right in the middle of IPCPR. So now I've got okay. to figure out a way out of that one. But uh, I am going, so however they want to work that out with the government. But uh, Good I'm, luck. I'm stoked, man. I've, I've never been. Can yeah, you talk to the FDA for us? On, I don't want to be the guy in the corner, you know, that's, like, too scared to say anything. I hear it's kind of, uh, kind of crazy with media. But I also, like, I want to put IPCPR TV inside the app, and I'm going to bring a shit ton of batteries, and I'm going to take videos and upload them to YouTube as we go so the people in the app will be able to see the video and stuff, like, real time almost. And I think that'll be, cool. like, a, a cool way to bring people into it, you know? Because we always see IPCPR coverage after the fact. Yeah.
1: Just and use Periscope. People man. be
3: able to see it like the same time, you know?
1: Just do Periscope.
3: Well, it's cool that, uh, that you're going because I've, I've heard from manufacturers that it's possibly the last IPCPR or could be the last IPCPR uh, with if, the crazy. FDA thing. I mean, think about it. You go you to, an F- you go to uh, the trade you show, go? you can't get you samples, right? Uh, yeah. there's no, there's very no, little new releases, right? So what's <clears throat> the point of spending? Manufacturers spend a ton of money to be a part of it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know. That's crazy, if it was the last one. Yeah, dun, dun, dun. That, that would suck.
2: I guess, yeah, I definitely have to make it out this time then.
3: it you know, I'm
2: really, I want to talk to all the people person to person, you know? Like, we email sometimes with different manufacturers. Yep. Um, like, Kyle just, probably is probably my most recent. He's just a killer dude. He sent me some uh, some more Skyflower because a box oh, nice. arrived with a bunch of cracked ones. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, just really good customer service. And I like to shake his hand for that
3: some what? he is uh, I, I had to deal with that issue as well um you know is that legal um and i know that he's going to start cellophaning him, um which is you know a bummer but at the same time it's a bigger bummer if you get skyflower broken um yeah. <laughs> but yeah those rappers man are, are super delicate i i uh i have like probably i don't know 20 of them that i've repaired um and just smoking myself because they were damaged um, which is fine by me. I mean, I, I can work through it. Like a foot a foot crack is not gonna ruin my day. Yeah. Um, which is something that like some people like it's a really big deal. Which is you know that's totally understandable. Um, but for me, it's just kind of like I got some pectin or whatever peck whatever pecan or pectin. Pectin. Um, mm-hmm. Fruit pectin. Yeah. I just just repaired them. And they smoke fine.
1: Hey, cool. Um. Um. Stupid tip on fruit pectin. It's also good okay. for arthritis.
3: So like you're you're solving two things and, you know you're relaxing and <laughs> you know
1: two teaspoons once twice a day with some uh, fruit juice good to go
4: man mm-hmm. wow <laughs> that's cool come for the cigar talk stay for the uh, <laughs> medical advice useless knowledge <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Dr Drew <laughs> yeah Dr Drew <laughs> <laughs> jeez <laughs> oh shit that a new nickname may have just been born. The big quesadilla is out. I think we now have Dr. Drew.
2: Oh man, uh, Andrew, do you have a cool nickname, man?
3: Uh, oh, one no. that you one that uh, you'll admit to. <laughs> uh, my sister called me Drewbix Cube when I was a kid. Drewbix um, Cube, <laughs>
1: that's not bad.
3: Because I went I went by Drew for majority of my life, and then made the switch when I was 18 to Andrew. Um, See,
1: my name's actually Andrew. Uh, Same here. And
3: <laughs> <laughs> no shit. <laughs> well, but. <laughs>
1: But I, I, have gone by Drew my entire life. My parents even call me Drew. Yeah.
3: Like, did your parents call you Drew to stop people calling you Andy? Yes. Oh,
1: That's they hated exactly when people why called me I Andy. was Drew. Yep.
3: My mom hated when people called me Andy, so. Yep. I was I was Drew till I was eighteen, and then.
4: Now I'm Andrew. I fucking hit puberty and became Andrew.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well. I I feel confident Close. enough now to be, when people call me Andy, be like, I'm you know like when you're a kid, like why are you calling me that? But now I'd be like, no, my name's Andrew. It's, it's not Andy. Like, please
1: call me. Please call me Andrew. No. I don't. I don't get that anymore because I'm I'm Drew. The thing is, is if, if somebody like I don't know if I'm in like a new class or training class or something, and somebody calls Andrew, I don't respond because <laughs> <laughs> I'm Drew. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Totally.
1: Huh. Hey, um, you're you're smoking. You already mentioned what you, you're smoking, uh, David off. But are you drinking something with it?
3: I am having mineral water. Okay. <laughs> Normally, I would be drinking, but I've been on this kind of, like, health thing. Uh, so, I've uh, dramatically cut back my drinking.
1: Oh, I'm sorry to hear that,
3: Dave. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> the I can world tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm way more pro- productive, if that, if that's a, you know, anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Well, then, uh, we're that's good i was just yeah. curious what you're drinking with it dave what are you drinking with uh yours tonight
2: uh right now i'm Uh-oh. on sammy smith's chocolate stout and a little bit of whiskey man i, I think i poured too much some uh, what's up you're, dub- you're doubling down man.
1: oh yeah that's dave yeah
2: i think i poured uh colonel taylor's but i'm not really sure at, at the moment
1: what two cigars are you smoking right now too
2: <laughs> no I'm just uh <laughs> finishing this other one up, about to do the reveal here in a little while. You're not double fisting then no, not this time around. I only do that when I'm trying new stuff, but you know so many cigars, man, like they play off each other really well. all cigars included the uh the max press and the legacy together are like really they really hit the spot.
3: I like them better together personally
1: better together.
3: For real. Just to in- to throw in throw in uh, on that that concept, uh, if you ever get the chance to smoke a nineteen sixty four Maduro Principe and a nineteen twenty six natural number thirty five at the same time, it's pretty awesome. They should really make a barber pullpa padron. Huh. but they will they will never do it. Am I? Am too
4: traditional?
3: Yeah. <laughs> what? <Say> what?
4: <laughs> they're too much of traditional. Yeah, they're this. traditional.
0: I mean.
3: Yeah. Well, the cost. I think, no. like, what are you going to charge for a barber pole? Yeah. You know, that's of two wrappers that are really the same wrapper, just different ages. Um, hmm. But you can make one yourself. Like, I've done that. I've, I've Frankensteined uh, um, some cigars, took off the wrapper, and put a different one on. Oh, yeah. I saw those on Instagram. L-
4: little home blending. Andrew, have you been to Portillo's out there?
3: Portillo's? In, uh,
4: in uh, Buena Park? Do you live close to there?
1: No, he's in he's in uh, L.A. Orange County. Yeah,
3: Buena Park's in Orange County.
1: Oh, I don't know. Andrew,
3: did we lose Andrew?
4: Meow. Oh nope, oh, sorry, I was on mute. Oh,
3: My bad. oh. hey. Yeah, I'm I am I am close to Buena Park. But oh, okay. You mean, Portello's coffee.
4: No, it's the hot like Italian beef and hot dog place and stuff. Hmm. No, is there, there one out been. there? Yeah, there is one out there. It's uh, that's a Chicago staple, and I remember when I was out there, I saw it. And I knew they had one out there, but to actually see it outside of Chicago was kind of weird for me. It was, like, weird. Sorry. Where are you
3: guys in Chicago? <clears throat> like, I, in Chicago, Chicago? Well, we're not. Uh,
4: suburbs. I live in the suburbs.
3: Okay. I have my, my mom lives in Algonquin, so I'm out quite a bit.
4: Okay, yeah, north. Yeah. Is that where you're from originally or no? No.
3: From, from California? She got remarried and moved out there, and oh, okay. I try to see her at least once a year.
4: Awesome, man. Um,
3: yeah.
4: Where you, did you grow up in uh, Southern California?
3: I did. I awesome. grew up in San
4: Oh, Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful area. Beautiful area.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Dude, I got to get out there, man. I remember uh I was uh and this is I'm nerding out a little bit. That's all right. But I remember I was at I was at <laughs> we were staying at that Westin across from uh, South Coast Plaza or whatever the hell it's called. Mm-hmm. And man, like there was like a lineup of like it was like Lamborghini, Ferrari, Lamborghini, Ferrari. <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck?" You know what I mean? It was awesome. And then yeah, I That's never, kinda,
3: that's Newport Beach. I mean, it's, it's amazing how different like the pockets are here in orange county you know santa Ana, tustin uh and then newport beach and laguna beach are just on a different like level when it comes to money
4: yeah yeah it's pretty nuts out there man um i'll stick my ass to irvine spectrum next time i go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh but yeah that's, dave. All, that's
2: all i
1: got man dave what else you got I'm-
2: I'm good. Are you tapped I really out? I appreciate, uh,
3: you know, Andrew taking the time out of his busy day. This is, this is awesome for me. Sweet. I, I was nervous. I mean, I was nervous coming up to it.
1: No need get to Get out of here. Are you serious? Come on.
3: Yeah, man. I don't really uh, get the opportunity to, to chit-chat about stuff very chit-chat. often.
4: Chit-chat. Dude, I'll tell you, um, from everything I've heard about Small bitch, I think I'm going to have to order from you guys, too. Um <laughs> yeah. I mean I you know I'm a big B&M guy too. Uh yeah. I mean Casa's is my home shop, so I don't really do yeah. online shopping much, but I will tell you that if I do, um you're going to be first on the list, man. Small so, batch it, it is. So, definitely appreciate you coming on, brother. So yeah,
2: Casa's
0: uh, awesome, oh. man. Oh. I do have one one here, alibi uh, one uh, question. Uh, here oh. we go, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> 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 So uh, go ahead, Dave. <laughs> pictures. So many times I, I oh go on to small batch and I, yes. I go for a picture and awful. I see, yeah I see the box and I'm like fuck. So He's then I gotta go on and it, like Dave. I wanna see I wanna see the stuff you know so Next I got googling I see a it and then back. God, can you wait till uh, June? Not even
3: a single no, just just like the I don't know the cigar, you know? Yeah, it's something that we will do more often. Like I this is one of the things that I learned from Drew State when I visited them. They had like the, they showed me their photo booth thing which is I went home and basically bought the same thing. It was like, you know, inexpensive kind of setup. and they use, basically they have this like photo booth thing and then under it, they have magnets and then they take like a little nail and put it in the bottom of the cigar and it stands up perfectly.
0: Yeah.
3: So they can take really good pictures. That's a good idea. You know, it doesn't fall over. Right. You could do it on a perfecto or whatever. Right. Um, so something I am doing with the new website is doing better pictures. Uh, but it is really hard to take single pictures. Uh, so, I mean, once it's launched and ready and I can spend more time on that, I, I will try to do that. Super cool.
1: You satisfied with that, Dave?
3: Yeah. Yeah, that, that was my
2: only thing. <laughs> I, You're I also, literally, you got to th- Go ahead. I, I was like, there just last week for it. <laughs> you were where? i was at uh, at the uh the small batch website um (laughs) and i was trying to find a certain something and i had to go to google to make sure that you know the same band i was
3: looking for was the same product i was about to buy kind of thing our pictures right now are god awful i mean i literally used to take the computer chair lean a box on it with my phone i don't know if there's any products that still are that bad but it was never something that like i had a priority of uh which is which is sad so that is changing
1: That's gonna be in the June fix.
3: Yes, we actually had somebody come and like actually like hammer out all like a bunch of product photos at one time, because doing onesies, twosies is kind of like time-consuming. Yeah. So we had somebody come for like two days and just picture after picture after picture.
4: Awesome, Dave. What else, man? (laughs) Mo's hungry. Hasn't eaten in five (laughs) hours. So three hours.
2: Yeah, you better watch out, Mo. He will roll you up and flatten you and grind you to
4: powder. Who? He's you. hungry, not me. I said I'm hungry, Uh-oh. not Drew. I've been I've been uh, driving for the last ten hours, dude. You forget that? Oh, Okay. Literally, yeah, I, I pull up to Drew's <laughs> house and we walk straight to the garage to do the podcast. So nice um, studio. He, he means right studio. There. Studio. My bad. <laughs> What's that? Dedication. That's dedication. It That's is. What he man. Said. Hey, I and, and Andrew, honestly, dude. And not to like whatever, but that was out of respect for your time, because typically I would have just told these guys, guys, I got to get something to eat, but we appreciate you coming oh, man. on, man. We really do. No, I
3: totally understand if
4: you need so, to eat. I no, mean, I'm, but we, uh, I'm just at home, hanging out. We appreciate you very much coming on tonight. Um, dude, what's Drew? Uh, I got questions? one more. Oh, I got one go.
1: more. So um, if you could have a cigar with anybody, dead or alive, doesn't matter mm-hmm. who, doesn't have to be cigar industry, whatever, anybody, who would it be and Why?
3: They make a cigar?
1: No, 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 no. Just anybody. You can have a cigar with anyone. Like sitting Ooh. down and smoking, yeah. and chilling with. Hanging out with them. Yeah. Who would it be? Besides uh, Dave White. Daniel Craig. Ooh. Nice. Why, though? Yeah. Uh, uh,
3: I'm, He's hot. I'm a huge fan of his Bond character. Mm. His body? <laughs> Pardon?
1: <laughs> Nothing. You're good.
3: Like, I literally tried to figure out how it would be possible uh, to meet him. <laughs> and the closest <laughs> connection I have is... Hermione Granger from Harry Potter stepbrother married my wife's friend from dance when she was a kid and that's like the only way I think I could actually meet him is if she and her, you know like that would that would Bro, be like you're my you're,
4: you're going to have to write out a family fucking tree to figure that out so
3: <laughs> yeah yeah well you know but that would be like my best best chance to actually So I mean is it
4: you know. I mean is it safe to say that this is a little bit of a man crush
3: Oh yeah yeah of course
4: Oh okay <laughs> all right hey it takes a man to admit that so
2: if you met him though, would he have to stay in character? Would you be like, "Excuse me, <laughs> give me your Bond voice"?
3: No, no. I mean, it just would be, be cool to like hear about being Bond. I mean, because he's written some stuff about how he's, like, his last movie. He said like he basically was done. He'd rather like slit his wrist than do another Bond movie. <laughs> and I just kind of want to know why, like, you know, like, or just you know, the experience of being Bond, like how it changed him as a, as a person or as an actor. Yeah, he's an awesome. actor.
1: Anything else, Dave?
4: I'm good, brother.
1: Well,
4: no. no, man. I think we have to give Andrew the opportunity to let people know how to tell us
1: how people can get a hold of you, man. Mm-hmm. Social media, website, all that stuff.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, you can email me or Instagram. We—I actually use Instagram. I haven't really used my Twitter account ever. Uh, well, haven't used it properly ever. Um, but yeah, if anybody has questions or wants and to talk cigars, what what is the and what would
1: those be? Uh, yeah go ahead
3: the the instagram is cigar, twitter is cigar, and then the email is smallbackcigar at gmail.com
1: awesome thank you
3: and feel free if if people visit one of are going to be in Disneyland or visiting Orange County uh we have people that all the time that customers which is one of the coolest things is you know we'll have customers that are on vacation for some reason or in LA and they'll make the drive and we'll you know hang out uh, at the shop which which is really cool Awesome.
1: And if they mention that they heard you on Salt and Smoke, they get 75% off. Something like that.
3: Maybe not that much, but you'll
4: take care of
1: them. You'll take care of them. Awesome. Um, What?
4: You got something? No. Dave? Yo. Your contact info if anybody so chooses. Oh, yeah. um, We haven't done that in a while. Go for it.
2: I'm on Instagram, at CigarNoise, or, of course, CigarNoise.com, or hit me up anytime in the app, cigar Noise, iPhone and Android.
4: Yep, and uh, I have a feeling that we're probably going to reach some different listeners this week, and so that's why I wanted to do that, because of you know, having a small batch on, so pretty cool, man. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, guys.
3: Thanks, guys. Have yeah. Hang out and talk.
4: You bet, man. Thank you for coming on. Dave, thank Dave. you. Love
1: you. Love you too, baby. See ya. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Saltons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on social media, Facebook and Instagram. It's the Saltons of Smoke. Twitter, it's at Saltons of Smoke. You can email us anytime at the the Smoke at gmail.com. Also, check out uh, our cigar brand. Both the Legacy and the Box Press are available at Casa de Monte Cristo or online at CDM Cigars in Chicago. Next month, they'll also be available at Jack Schwartz. Uh, If you're in the Tulsa area, you can pick them up at Classic Cigars. Or if you're in the Texas-Dallas area, Fort Worth, it's going to be the Underground Cigar Shop. Thank you for listening.